Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Gathering of the Ages podcast. Today, we have a very exciting episode. Uh, It's actually my episode. I know I did the intro last week, but we have decided to do another backstory episode. It's very exciting, and you kind of get to hear a lot of details about the character who speaks the least. I'm very excited because I put a lot of work into this, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is, episode 52, The Time Before the Shield. On a stormy night, you can hear the clashing of swords in an orc military camp. The courtyard is filled with soldiers training. In the center, a duel is taking place. Both contenders are half-orcs, testing their skill against each other. As one disarms the other, the crowd cheers. Against the wall is an empty, large, throne-like chair. Standing next to it is a large half-orc carrying a well-worn sword. He is captain of the troop currently occupying the courtyard. Suddenly, a large, full-blooded orc marches through the gate. Every soldier salutes him as he takes a seat in the chair. General, the captain says. Hello, Parod, he replies. Is your troop ready for the attack? Yes, sir, Parod answers. Cut it with the stir crap. You shall address me properly, the general demands. My apologies, father. Meanwhile, in the background, the others continue training. The general observes the work and continues speaking to his son. We need to be absolutely prepared for our invasion of Tamravina. We will be, I assure you of that. The two of them discuss military strategies until the higher ranking of the two is called away. A few weeks pass while Parad's men continue to prepare. Wagons are being loaded with supplies, and everyone in sight is gathering the weapons they'll need to successfully raid the city of Tamravina. Parad walks over to his subordinates and orders them to line up. It's time for his routine motivational speech. It's time, men. Today is this platoon's first raid on the city, and every one of you needs to do your part. As he is speaking to his men, his mind travels elsewhere. He begins to remember how he was recruited into the military. It was summer, and Parad was restlessly training his mind and body. His favorite spot to do so was near the fountain in the center of his hometown. His mother had died during childbirth. As a result, the infant Parad was taken in by a half-orc woman. She raised him to be a powerful warrior as she once was. The 21-year-old fighter enjoyed showing his skills to the other villagers. He did so in the hopes that a group of adventurers would notice him and accept him into their group. What he did not know was that he was going to get his wish, only not in the way he expected. The night after was the scheduled raid of the Orc army stationed next to the village. They slaughtered most of the men and captured the women. The leader was the highest ranking general in the entire military. His name was Vrush Murid. It just so happened that he crossed paths with Parad and recognized the look of him. He knew that he had a child in this village as he had raided it in the past. It didn't take long for their battle to commence. It lasted for hours and was the most ferocious sight you can imagine. They were surrounded by fire and a large crowd of orc kind. The battle ended with Parad on the ground, exhausted, and his father standing above him. What is your name, boy? He asked. 
Parad Tuggett. I admire your fighting prowess. I think you would make a fine soldier. I want you to join my forces. Seeing the little left in his village and realizing death awaited if he refused, he accepted the offer of the orc standing in front of him. Four years passed as Parad quickly rose through the ranks. He was eventually promoted to head captain of his first platoon. Within that time frame, Vrush revealed to him his heritage and gave him an amulet that showed proof of his bloodline. Three more years passed as Parad continued training new recruits. All of this leading up to his current mission. Suddenly his mind returned as if no time had passed. He finished his speech and prepared for his own mission. His men were assigned to storm the gate, while his job was to infiltrate the city and take control of the gate itself. He was partnered with another captain who wielded a fearsome great axe. This captain's name was Krodzak. Together, the two would complete their mission with great accuracy and skill. A few, minutes pa a few months passed after the raid and Parad was completing his weekly, du weekly duties. During his time as a soldier, a powerful shadow had been observing him. They had hopes to turn him into a weapon without a mind. With the recent activity and Parad being called a hero, they found their ideal opportunity. Attention was drawn to him, and they could finally see what he could truly do. Deep in the background, the shadow that watched him was a powerful mage and count of the Ustilavian county of Ordranto, Count Conrest Meralt. However, the Count was not the true mastermind of this plan. His wife was m secretly ma manipulating him behind the scenes. They desired a powerful force to help defend the northern border. The mage had prepared a spell to take over the mind of the chosen victim, that victim being Parad. They set a, a date to perform their experiment and made sure all necessary conditions were perfect. Their choice day was the celebration feast. Every high-ranking official was in attendance with the exception of the general. Towards the end of the evening, the mage made his move. It worked perfectly as suddenly Parad began attacking the others within the dining hall. However, before he was able to reach anyone, his previous partner Krodzak manages to intercept him. They faced off against each other. Krodzak using his mighty great axe, and Parad his, using his hardy greatsword. Parad's skills far outweighed his opponents, and he soon gained the upper hand. Krodzak roared at his old friend. Come at me! We see who the superior fighter is! All he received was an angry glare from Parad. With a blood-curdling scream, Parad charged forward. The battle ended with the fallen Krodzak, and a tired Parad standing beside him. The mage smiled at what he had just witnessed, and fled the scene before he was noticed. After his departure, the sense previously lost returned to Parad's mind. He was horrified by the image in front of him. The terror inside the room was so malleable, you could slice it. After the news was transmitted to Vrush, Parad was banished from his home. He took the great axe of his friend as a driving factor in his desire to uncover the truth of his incident. His unexpected banishment helped him avoid any further mental attacks to befall him. However, the kidnapping of his mind caused gradual loss in the memories of his former life. 
Only a few details remained, such as his heritage and his great ex, which would later become known as Bessie. After much traveling, he became a bounty hunter, slaying anything he was paid to. He eventually discovered the existence of his half-sister, Orbel. He took her with him, as she was an orphan, without anyone to care for her. Later, a professor contacted Parad in search of a man who could complete a job for him. The professor invited the two siblings to his home and introduced them to his daughter. After the accomplishment of the job, Parad and Orbel stayed with the professor for a few weeks. The four of them became very close, but they soon had to separate. Many years passed and Parad received a letter informing him of the professor's death. He left his sister with a trusted ally and departed for the funeral. The rest is now currently being revealed. Well, that was a heck of a ride, am I right? Well, I really hope you guys enjoyed this sneak peek into Parade's past. I know I did. I also enjoyed writing it for you guys. I really appreciate all of you coming back and listening to another great episode. Uh, and I hope that you can all enjoy the rest that are coming soon. Uh, we know it's a really short episode and we tried to fill it in, but it's so jam-packed with feelings and emotions that we hope it'll tie you over for another week. But anyway, I'm sure you're tired of hearing me talk. So here's a tireless tune that we love so dearly here at Gathering of Ages podcast. Take it away! Take it away!